This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Great time to get a new car. And you should do it with our friends at Homer Skelton Crush Dodge Ram. They're there to make you a deal. Whether that's on the Grand Cherokee, whether that's on the Grand Wagoneer, incentives on all of them. They got cars on the lot. You'll go around, you'll find. Some places just don't. They don't have much of a selection. They don't have much of a variety. You deserve that. It's a big purchase. You should be able to buy what you want. You can do that. With our man Shaq at Homer Scout and Crash Dodge Ram in Millington. Still got time to make this the summer that you switch it up, that you change it up. You'll get yourself one of those challengers, one of those chargers of that Ram 1500 truck you've been dreaming about for so long. Time to go make the deal. The man to make the deal with is our man Shaq, as John mentioned. James Moore Shaq's the GM out there. It's family. When you're buying from James Morshack, I promise you that. You can check out the selection at homerskeltoncdj.com. They're going to make you a great deal. That's why you got to get out there. 7661 U.S. Highway 51 North in Millington. It's the best car buying experience I've ever had in my life. Quickest, too. It was easy. Once uh, my salesman, Brian Hughes, put me on the car that I liked, in this case it was Grand Cherokee, we fell in love, wife and I both. CJ was happy. We were happy. You'll be happy, too. Go see for yourself how there's just a bunch of normal guys in the car biz changing lives four tires at a time. Every day at this time, we do the rundown. Let go. Now, it's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Sierra Canyon four-star combo guard Bronny James has received an offer from Memphis. It's one of several headlines going on with the Memphis Tigers basketball team right now as we do a little reset here in the second hour. Yes, on threes, Jamie Shaw reported that the Tigers were actively recruiting James. Now, that came uh, on Thursday, obviously. Now we have the news from on three that Memphis has officially offered, putting them on a list that also includes, right now, USC. We're talking about official offers from on three sources. USC, and then you've got North Carolina A&T and North Carolina Central. They offered way back in 2020. Um, uh, and then on three also recently reported that Ohio State and Oregon are actively recruiting him, but no one has said that they have formally offered. You figure the formal offers are going to be soon to come here, though, as LeBron James has since tweeted, uh, since Oregon was one, at one point called the leader, that we haven't taken any visits yet. Bronny hasn't taken any visits yet. Sure feels like they're coming. And I don't think Penny Hardaway is getting involved here um, just as a courtesy. It feels like this one's real. Again, he was there at the Peach Jam in North Augusta to watch Bronny's glow up this summer. And certainly at the Peach Jam where Bronny, a 6'3 guard, who had sort of been a fringe prospect, sort of cemented himself at least as a four-star. We'll see if he goes up from him yep. from here. But basically 6'3 point guard, no, doesn't have his dad's body. Uh, but a guy who now, you know, basketball IQ, yep. that's what you got to know is through the roof 
with Bronny James having been raised uh, as the son of LeBron James. It is through the roof. He's a better ball handler and point guard than he had shown in previous seasons. Uh, and, of course, we know that this this fall, or I suppose this winter technically, he'll be playing with Ashton Hardaway, Penny's son, uh, for Sierra Canyon. They've already actually started that process as Sierra Canyon's been doing a summer tour over in Europe. Imagine that, the son of pros, sons of pros over in Europe, playing with your high school team in a, in a European exhibition. Those guys won, by the way. Ashton looked good, too, at 21. Back to Bronny. This, what, this one doesn't just seem like smoke. Mm-hmm. There's fire here. Very much And so. again, like we talked about, maybe it's even more worth it for Penny Hardaway in the sense that, look, if, there's, if these are the expectations of Bronny, okay, he's top 50 guy, not going to be a one and done, going to give the coach that he goes to some, the freedom to coach him up, right? If that's the case... Absolutely makes sense for Penny Hardaway to go hard here. And we know uh, Penny, too, involved with several high-level prospects over the next few years. Uh, Penny, who had turned to transfers here most recently, whether it's uh, Bronny in 23, Nasir Cunningham in 2024. What's my guy, uh, Silk the Shocker's son's name? Victorious. That's him. Um, He's big game hunting again, and and Bronny seems to be a part of that. So that's that's the latest news on Memphis is that – Bronny James officially has the offer, at least according to On3 there. Also, and we talked with him first hour, Larry Brown obviously back in the fold and happy to be here, obviously. And then you had the news as well from Jamar Young himself that at one time looked like he was going to be Memphis's sixth transfer, I believe it was, coming in on the roster this year, announced this morning on Twitter that he is not coming to Memphis for personal reasons. Jamar Young, the former SMU reserve uh, and at one time earlier this week, looked like, again, he was going to be the sixth transfer added to the roster. This appears to no longer be the case. So Memphis basketball making plenty of headlines uh, this week as we get set for college football. And season. I would just say, like, you know. With, no, what else is new? It's August. With the with the 2023 class, you know, it's, it's, it, it's shaping up, right? And we still have a whole 2022 season to play, and this season could be great. And it could be, you know, everything that you ever hoped for. They can make a second weekend run, but – just in terms of the strategy, right? Like it could it could look more like what we're probably used to, right? With from Penny Hardaway in terms of the you know the classes that he's brought in. I mean, he's had two number one recruiting classes mm-hmm. at Memphis. I'm not saying that, I'm not predicting he'll finish number one, but I bet it'll be top ten. I wonder if that 24 class, like for Nas Cunningham, you get the number yeah. one prospect in 24. If that's the one that can shape up and be number one. And then you got you got Curtis Givens, right? In Curtis that one. Givens in that one, and your boy Victorious is in that one. So yeah, 20, 23 20, and twenty four could be twenty four. Really I just wonder if it's the one because again you got Andy Borman coming on that that's soon to be announced uh, uh, officially. Mm-hmm. Doc Holliday had that news yesterday. It's going to be official here soon. He's he's the guy that got Nasir Cunningham to go play for the New York Rens this summer. Nasir Cunningham, an, an Atlanta kid uh, who again you know goes up to New York for a summer, plays for the New York Rens. You go get his coach Penny Hardaway, making him assistant coach. Like you're tied into him. So that one to me feels like the one. That could Penny could be, could be his third number one class, yeah. Uh, since he's been the head coach at Memphis, so let's do this. Which here. would put him in elite yeah, we, company. We we used to do this, right? We used what, to class uh, class, cal- class yeah. calculator. Yeah, so look at me, you with the old class calculator. I'm just out. curious where if you get Ashton and and Bronny. Well, Ashton's listed as a three star, I think. Right, he's so a three. two four. That's why that's why I sort of lean more towards twenty four because Bronny, of course, is what forty three forty nine. So. Feels more like the one class could come out of what you're recruiting for 24. Just those two alone, you're basically 11th in the country, in in, in recruiting rankings. Yeah, you'd have to add a lot more though to get to one. 
Well, yeah, right? but I, th- I think because with those two, that's the point. That's the, my point. Is that yeah, it, one would be twenty four. Yeah, but you be I mean the most likely candidate in terms of upcoming classes. You you, you could certainly be a top ten For class sure. though with For those sure. two. For you sure. know, which well, is like I mean that's plenty to get people excited. Well, remember too the value, man. I saw the other thing about right. that on three article they keep pointing out that that Bronny has an on three nil valuation of six point four million. The guy's already got an endorsement deal with PSD Underwear, the underwear company that that Ja Morant has. That's right. Okay? That's what Bronny's got. So what you're bringing into your program just in terms of NIL and this kid's value, when when he tweet, when he po- puts up a post uh, on Instagram, it's one of $77,000. Like with his following. That's how much they've got it valued at. I'm talking about anytime he puts something out because of the number of followers, Right, it's going to be seen by a ton of eyes and making it more valuable. Yep. So you've got all of that in there too. You know, Im- imagine him tweeting about the 901 Club or whatever it is. Again, how many eyes that goes out to? And so there's a whole other side of what Bronny brings from a value standpoint. That's absolutely we've never seen before. We've never seen before. But also it, value potentially, yes. But also some some risk. You know, some some some. You know, I mean, loads of attention. You know. And, I, and and it's and it's dude. If I was on a team with Bronny, I'd be jealous. What are we talking about right, here? Right, the guy's dad's worth a billion. He's already got endorsement deals. Like I'm just gonna fall in line and be the team right. and not have some sort of feelings. To and, him. and you know what I'm and saying? What complicates it is that he might not be the best player on the team. Hundred percent. Very good chance of that. But so I, that's but, where it you know gets but, gets a little hairy. But I wonder if that does, if there's a way that that can be can actually be a a solid thing that he's not the best again if it stays realistic John and he's not being forced in position uh, into a position he's not ready for or given minutes that he hasn't earned yet right with those then I think it can work yeah but again when you're talking about the chemistry issues just of a dude that's coming in here again worth six point four on nil evaluation yeah it, that's you know again trying to keep a nice. Nice chemistry among your team. Yeah, those those kinds of challenges hey. will always be there. We said that once NIL came through, that how do you manage that when you've got a team that's got guys, maybe that's got a million-dollar deal, and another one who's playing more minutes might be just as valuable as a team that doesn't. We said this when NIL. Bronny coming in, is that to the extreme? And so you would have to always obviously deal with that. Uh, it would be a different sort of uh, a coaching that Penny would have to do in terms of trying to keep the – Everything cool, right? You know, everybody, everybody kosher. To your point, Jason, I, I'm starting to turn on my thoughts on this LeBron James, Bronny James recruitment because I initially said don't recruit him, and something you said today has really sort of changed my mind. And that is, first of all, he's a four star, not a five star. Correct. So there's not the five star expectation, you know, chip on your shoulder. The other thing is, he's grown up as a multi, he's a billionaire's son. Forget the basketball part. So his mentality is different than mine. When it and, and most average recruits when it comes to, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's had to figure out how to have friends and deal with people on basketball teams while he's LeBron, while he's the son of a billionaire, which is hard to do. And somehow he's figured it out how to do it for 18 years, and here we are, that he's he's clearly a higher prospect than Jordan's kids were going to Central Florida. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he, and he's had a target on his back for all those reasons, like yeah. the resentment around him when he just walks into a gym. Right. For sure. And he's had to deal with that and grow a thick skin. So even though the $6 million dollars is sitting there for him as his own valuation for this NIL, I'm sort of thinking... This may be the the one 
where like the way he was raised, because we've all heard the stories, like LeBron James clearly knows how to do family. I mean, at this point. Yeah, and, you, and you don't hear, I mean, a bunch of, you know, negative feedback about the kind of teammate that the kid is, right? Like you don't, you won't hear that. So, I mean, it's entirely possible that. that Maybe they should recruit him. <laughs> you well, know? They are. They are. Yeah, they're all in that. now at this point. I mean, it's all over today. Yeah, it's, it's just the, it's just the, the, the variable that we can't know. We can sort of, we can uh, surmise that LeBron would not have those views about what his kid should be. We don't know that for a fact. Like, privately, he may say, you know, my kid is criminally underranked. My kid's the best point guard in the country. Right. We don't know, right? No way. We don't know. I don't think he's doing that. My guess is no, because of his basketball IQ. And the point you made earlier, he ain't the dad that didn't make it. Right. Right. That sees his kid as something that he's not. I think that helps. You're I, talking about the go- one of the goats. Right. Like he knows. Well, by the way, he's about to pass Kareem Abdul Jabbar this year for most points scored. Uh, That's right. Yeah, I saw that stat. Yeah, this and, and, and So you would happen. think his and, perspective is one that we yeah, know where the John kids John made that point. Yeah. You would it's hope. a great, great point. You would hope. Now, so that changes my thoughts. From I'm I'm coming around I'm coming around I'm coming around and I think John's coming around too because initially I am coming around it was I think John's coming around too you can see it more that again I I think it'd be different if he's top five top ten then you're I think that's true you like the spot where he's at because they're going to expect this team to be built around him and he's going to have to get thirty this ain't Amani Bates this ain't Amani Bates Mm -hmm. you know like there was never a cover of Sports Illustrated it was just you happen to be LeBron's kid. Oh, well, I, I think Bronny's going to have more pressure on him than Imani just because of the dad situation. His dad is LeBron. But I, I think he's the, the, the situation. He's already dealt with that, though. He's not reclassing. He's not playing out of position. You know, like I think the transition right. will just be a little bit easier for him than it was Imani. Um, so, I, you know, and I, I just think the decisions that Imani's dad made sort of along the way only exacerbated those. So. But no, but right now, no one uh, un, uh, similarly money in that way. But nobody different money, and no one's expecting him to be a first round draft pick right now. No, I mean that's, no, I don't. I don't think like so. different in that instance because again, Imani comes in as a guy who's projected as a lottery pick, can't miss. My gosh, he's being compared to to the greats at, at one point when he's fifteen years old. So a little bit different in terms of the basketball expectations, though. Yeah, and imagine if he's where he's at now. He comes to your program. And he becomes a number one first rounder. Like he becomes something amazing. No, I mean, that's oh, then you're goaded. Oh my god, then you're goaded as you a, cha- as, a, as, a, as a college basketball coach. You're goaded. You might change that the trajectory of everything just, for forever. Just in terms of what you can get done right now, if you if that happened for Bronny on on your watch, Penny wow. Hardaway's watch, yeah. Oh man, I mean, you can you? I mean, you'd you have flocking to you. You would have a public, It'd be easy work. A public vote of confidence from LeBron James. Oh, how oh much my is god, that, how much is that worth? My kid went to Memphis. And Memphis, amazing! Oh my God! How much would that be worth to your program going forward? It's everything. It's the future. I mean, that would that would. uh, It's hard to it's hard to envision something carrying more weight. You know, uh, you get him as a four star, he becomes a first round draft pick. Yeah, maybe you got a chance at Bryce. Although I think by that time he's going to be yeah. one, he's going to yeah, he'll, he'll go straight. He'll yeah. go straight. He's the lead by the rule change. By they'll then. get the rule change. People, yeah. people will try. By the way, if it happens and if he goes to Memphis and if he becomes a first round pick, they will try to diminish Penny's impact on that. They will just say he's LeBron's kid. Of course, he was always going to go in the first round. But the truth is, is that we know he wasn't. We know that's not a guarantee. Um, and yep. and the smart people in basketball will know that too. Um, so it won't matter. I mean, what what Kentucky fans say about the, the situation won't matter. 
what will matter is LeBron James coming out and publicly endorsing Penny Hardaway. My kid oh, made my, the yes. best choice he could have made you, by going with you Penny would have Hardaway. Oh my god! College coach in America regretting that they didn't go after the kid and, and that it didn't happen for them. Um, what are you talking about? Yep. You'd be the talk of college basketball that goes down. <laughs> now, what's crazy to me, and, and and the part that we haven't discussed yet, is that there there is going to be a day where LeBron passes Kareem, like you mentioned. Oh, yeah, that's that's happening this, and, year, and, this yeah. season. And, that's happening this season. And you're going to come in here and find a way to uh, to take a dump on him that day. I will not dump on him. You will. You will find a way. You, uh, that's the crazy part. No, no, Jeffrey Wright will be doing that. I don't hate LeBron to that degree. Okay? I give him his respect when it's earned. But there's a line for you're, you, What though. you're talking about is Mike and LeBron. We're there just, is a we're line just, We're just not going to go there. But I'm, is there not a line for you? It's hard. What if Mike had come out after like, high school? If I was LeBron, like how much why would, would I send my kid to a to a market where the biggest station in town consistently dumps on me as a person and as a player? You know, I, the midday host just completely this rips is, me this every is chance a, I get. This is just you not sound true. like a straight Laker. No. You sound like a L.A. No. faker, fool. The, the other why don't thing you is, go join up over there. I'm with Bane and the Grizzlies. Le- what are you talking about? Come on, who, so who now you you're trying with? to justify no. it. Who you with? Now you, didn't you orchestrate a you're, trade for the Grizzlies and LeBron? Come in here kissing his toes? Okay. Send no. your kid here if you trust Penny. Ain't nobody going to kiss your tail, though, to make it happen. See? <laughs> See, this is not what we need right now. Who told now? you LeBron was about to pat- break the record this year? I've been paying attention. I don't hate. I want folks to know it. Let's just see what the energy is that morning. And you heard me say earlier, one of the goats. Yeah. Again, that's that's a one respect. Of the, and one and of I think the that's two. where Jeffrey's at, too, by the way. Jeffrey does it. Oh, he, it's playful he, with it. He, with he, you. Yeah. he knows how dramatic LeBron is. He's just a, such you know? a, a – he's a positioner. LeBron is. I mean, yeah. I think. I, but, look, my, my overwhelming take with LeBron, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, like nobody came into that profession – with as much pressure and expectations and hope and all those things and delivered we at, know. A, at a higher stage than LeBron without, by the way, ever running into anything with the law, anything off the court. Oh, yeah, that part's... Dude has been exemplary as a professional. That part's extraordinary. There's no truth. No, no, no cap. He's right. going to finish as the points leader, right? He's going to finish his career having scored more points than anybody else in the world in that, in that league. It may never be touched. And, you know... No. I mean, because again, look how long he's played. Look when he came into the league, but yeah, the, timing and college, everything. Right. Like, but then, but the first thing we're gonna say about reasons. him is that oh, well, he only won four. That's what we're gonna say about him. He uh, made who some, said it? You he, said it. I think you can you can argue he made some foolish decisions. Uh, I he, not illegal. Totally cool. Amazing story. Billionaire. Next paragraph, though, he made some dumb decisions. Pos- I don't think it's. I don't think it's next paragraph. I mean, I, I we, we who hasn't who hasn't made a uh, you know some bad decisions. You know. I mean, I just think you grade. Lord knows, Kevin Durant has. With as many of, advisors, are you talking about career had? decisions? You talking yes. about life decisions? No, I'm, Which, t- what, I'm talking, talking about, about career. Like the, the the decision will forever be in his book, John. I mean, is that really that bad? No, I it's mean, not. I, I, it's not. If the worst thing that you know you can Avoidable. say about somebody. Avoidable. Yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I think from a PR, it was, it was a misstep, but I certainly wouldn't say it was like a bad decision. And he won two titles in Miami. Also, what, once he came back to Cleveland and won, and he one, made it right. Yeah, that, you know, what's the cartoon right movie? The second version of the cartoon movie was probably a mistake too. I'm just kidding. No, that was a mistake. No, that was definitely a mistake. I, that, I, that, I, that's the next paragraph. Th- that, that might be the third paragraph. If, like, in his Wikipedia, like he, the the man made one bad decision his whole life, and it was making. It was remaking Space Jam because that that was just a bad project. It was horrible. Didn't he also have like a fake news story he put out there too, or something like that that he got popped on for graffiti on his house? I'm I'm not familiar, man. I, I don't know. I, I remember the the, I, yeah, the graffiti thing, the, but the did we did it? Was fuzzy. it proven that it was fake? It. 
I don't remember it being proven real. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember exactly. There was a story about that he had put out there about graffiti that was contested, and then you didn't hear anything more about it. You splitting hairs just in terms of negative stuff on LeBron. No, I, I'm just he's, he's one of the biggest celebrities in America. It's like you're looking for anything. The graffiti I the, on no, the I th- house. I think he's amazing. Lot. I think he's amazing. I just think this idea that uh, that he's perfect. He's perfect. Well, he's not perfect. No, 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 but, no one but no one is. No yeah. one is. Yeah, no, I just think. I just Lord think... knows Mike was not perfect. We saw that. We right. Had on, both off the oh, court, especially. Uh, I would actually say Mike, more imperfect than LeBron. But I don't, we don't need to go there. Like, we're all flawed as humans. That is that is the nature of humanity. Well, yeah, I mean. Can you imagine Michael how... Jordan got suspended uh, for a year because of his gambling habits. Um. You yeah, know. they kept, the way they did it was interesting, wasn't it? It's how, funny how thick Bronny's skin has to be to be his son. And every time no you question. go in a gym, you don't have, just have everybody looking at you saying, "Oh, there's Bronny James." You got folks looking at you saying, "Man, you ain't nothing." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's in every gym that's he right. goes in, and probably been a target and been told, "Man, you ain't gonna be." You, you realize how thick your skin's got to be to deal with that and still be, you know, still be strong mentally through all of that and say, you know what. I'm going to carve my own path. Like, that's got to be tough yep. yeah. in a way. And no, so very tough. Th- that's, a, that's a different kind of toughness that, again, may help him in a situation why, yes. in college where he's not playing immediately and he's got to, again, prove himself at that level. Which is why I've totally changed my opinion on this. I think there's only, like. I'll tell you, the, this kid's got to be mentally tough as hell. Yes. The, to, the potential yeah. upside to getting him now. Not just your silver spoon oh. kid that's been given everything. It's got to be tougher because, again, what he's got to go through just as LeBron's kid and the expectations that are placed on any of his children. Oh, my God. Especially basketball-playing children. Yeah. So, <clears throat> look, it's a fascinating uh, it's a fascinating situation, but I can't close this. You're going to have to do it, man. Yeah. It, uh, I was uh, actually going to hit the button it, after it, he stopped talking. It wasn't mine. Next story. All right. It, it, it's, the, it, it. it's not the no, smoothest. He was fixing to talk, stop not, talking, and then you decided to talk. So I was going to hit the button. It's not the smoothest thing in the world, but we're getting there. No, I was listening for him to stop talking, and then the button was going to get hit, and he was going to point to me, and then you go. Um, okay, so on to other matters, on to other stories in the world of sports. Something very strange is happening in Tampa Bay. Uh, I think we mentioned this briefly earlier in the week. Uh, Tom Brady, we did talk about this. Yeah, you were more concerned than I was. Tom Brady has been away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a long time. Um, And the public comments... Since August 11th. Keep getting weirder, yeah. So it's been eight days. Eight days he has been gone. The the thought was that he would return after the Bucs game this weekend uh, against the Titans. However, uh, Todd Bowles, new head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, says, not so fast. He says, we'll see. We'll talk about it next week. Not concerned about it right now. We're trying to practice against Tennessee and play a game. I said sometime after Tennessee. There's no definitive date for me. But we'll check on it. We'll keep in touch. And we'll find out. This is not normal, bro. Boy, it's not normal for him to be gone in the middle and of the season. And it's not normal for a head coach to be talking like this about it. Right? They lied. They lied. They completely lied about the pre-planned thing. This does not sound like a pre-planned thing anymore. Uh, they might have tried to, like, you know, twist the truth a little bit, but if he's back after Tennessee next week, it's still what they said. Sure, we it, haven't gotten it there it, yet. It, it won't matter. He's right? just said, "I'm not putting that date on it." And yes, that opened it up to scrutiny again. This is the first time that Tom Brady has taken this amount of time away from a team in training camp or the preseason in his entire career. The, the word is he doesn't like his O line. He he doesn't have an O line. 
His, uh, Ali Marpet retired. Uh, he lost one guard to uh, to Cincinnati, and then his center just went down for the season. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't even have an offensive line. I think Tom Brady is considering re- retirement. I think he's having a crossroads moment with himself as the season gets underway. We're creeping up on it. And he is having a, a, a heart-to-heart with himself, asking himself, do I want to put myself through another year with a makeshift offensive line um, my center's hurt again for and, and done for the year. Um, do I want to put my body through that at 45 years old? I think that's what's happening right now. I'm, I don't know if he'll retire. I mean, I I would I would say probably not, but I think that's what's happening right now. Um, they the the Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times has confirmed this is not related to health. This is not related to any kind of you know illness in his family or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I can only. Because here's the thing. No, Tom Brady doesn't have to play preseason, but he does have a brand-new receiving core. Chris Godwin's still hurt. Russell Gage just got there. Gronk retired. Julio Jones just showed up. Like, he would still be getting reps in with those guys because they're brand-new, you know? Like, he would not just say – Okay, I'll well, see you guys. The, the team practice stuff, like that's where right. you get more out of it anyway. Yeah, like, like he wouldn't play in the games ever, right. but but it's just like the fact that he's completely gone. I'm, I I really think that's where he's at. I think he is considering retirement, and I, I, I wouldn't bet on it. But I think he, I think it's a real possibility. Nobody can say that. Like nobody wants to come out and say, you know, Tom Brady's considering whether or not he wants to play this year. Um, but we we know he didn't want to play for the Bucks anyway. He wasn't just retiring from the NFL. He was really retiring from the Buccaneers. He wanted to play for the Dolphins. He wanted to go play for Stephen Ross. You know, and I bet that only gets exacerbated when he loses his, you know, best offensive lineman left. So I think that's the consideration right now. Um, it's just it's it continues to be weird, man. I mean, start of season's coming up, uh, beginning of next month. That's what that's what's so odd about this. And he's and you still haven't at least from Bowles yesterday didn't want to seem to give any indication that he'll definitely be back next week. Right. Go ahead and do that. Then we got no story here. We're moving on. Got no story until at least he's either coming or, or not coming. Um, so that's, again, you open yourself back up to scrutiny the way Bowles answered the question. I'm, I'm still going to go. He plays. He wanted to play till he's 45. I think he becomes the oldest uh, player to suit up at quarterback once he does roll out there. I, maybe you're right, John. Maybe he's having second thoughts. But I got to think in the end he's going to decide to go back out there because of the commitment and the the always stated desire to play till he was forty five years old. Yep. Uh, not to mention you still got you mentioned the guys that are gone, but you still do have Mike Evans out there. You're expecting to get Godwin back. Yep. Look at the NFC. I can't imagine that Tom looks at it and doesn't look at it and say I can compete at a high level in it and go to another Super Bowl. So in maybe he is considering and taking his time and having second thoughts. But I think in the end, if if that's the case. Um, he makes the decision to come back because yeah. of everything he has stated publicly, everything that TB12's about, the brand, everything else, you, you know, this would be, in a way, leaving your teammates high and dry. I'm not sure that's the way Tom Brady wants to end the legacy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Having, having had a bunch of teammates in a locker room think you're coming, thinking they're going to be a contender yep. all the way up until the preseason, and you, you, you pull the card out from underneath them like that. I just don't think that's Jason, happening. Jason, don't you think, though, it would be worse if he – he comes out and he has no blocking, and he's and it doesn't go the way he wants to. I mean, to. think about yourself. Well, you signed up. Like, I, you, you, listen, that, I've backed you out of things before this. when I see what it looks like. You're 45 years old. You know, think about you being back there, uh, uh, Chandler Jones and and Von Miller and you know Max Crosby and you know Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa bearing down on your old ass, and you and and what you you got you know 
free agent offensive linemen who you know didn't have jobs right now protecting right. you. So, I mean, because that's what it is. Like backups and free agents right now. I oh, just, so, so, I get so, it. I so, get where okay. he's at. Okay, yeah. So, so Joe Burrow had a great offensive line last no. year. No, Joe Burrow no, got he knocked didn't. around. But he, so so, he, but he missed you, the season before because he tore his ACL. Man, look, Tom Brady's whole thing's been about playing until he's forty-five. This, this isn't you can't you don't just go out and get to say you know what I'm done because the offensive line got hurt and they're not there anymore. That that's that doesn't leave you with the polished off legacy and everybody's still saying oh great things about Tom Brady. You'd be leaving your dudes he, high and dry his ball if you leave home. this team. He would. He would You're be not going to change that narrative. But, but he but I'll, like he's 45. You know like no, I, we get that. But he had planned to do this with uh, we, we'd always said line, you could though. you could pull out whatever. But he planned to play till he was 45. What, what if Tom Brady? I mean he's 45. And, and it's only, I mean, those offensive linemen have been, two of the ones you mentioned have already been gone. You just lost your center, yes, but that's the only new development, and well, you've still been in the fold. Well, Jeff Saturday on ESPN made the point, and this is just what he said. He said that's the most important position for Tom Brady because that's where he struggles the most with pressure. Up the is middle, that, is, yes, 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 we get that. So, and so, so his center's down, he's, he's distraught, he's having second thoughts. Man, you're going to get somebody in there that can snap that ball to him, and they're going to go try to win a Super Bowl. I think you're right. I think ultimately he is he going ain't to going make... out like that, dude. He's too much of a competitor. But I think that's what he's doing right now. There are plenty of guys in the NFL that don't have offensive line. Hell, Aaron Rodgers ain't had one for a while. I mean, hell, it keeps getting banged up. Everything else, right. like there's plenty. And he's the kind of guy that can get the quick stuff out early enough to not get hit. Is he? Does it mean he's not going to get hit this season? No, he's going to take a beating. Yeah. But I think the the competitive juice in him will make him return. Well, Jeff, if that's Jeff, the case, Jeff Saturday said the reason why he's so distraught about it is because that offense is is built to press downfield with Mike Evans, with Chris Godwin, and he's just not going to have that time. And also, Gronk's gone. Gronk retired on him. So it's less fun. You know, so it is less fun. And and he, I guarantee you, he feels like he don't owe that organization nothing. He got him a Super Bowl. So he don't owe Mike Evans nothing. He don't owe Leonard Fournette nothing. You know, that's just where he's coming at it from. Still be a pump move. I think he would be taking his ball and going home, but at the same time. I agree with you, Jason. I don't. I would not fault him. I would not fault him because I would say, bro, you, you. Who's going to fault him? He's 45 years old. He's achieved everything you could possibly achieve. You don't need to do anything anymore. You know, like, you, what, what more can you, you know, add? You'll get to eight. But, he, dude, the hateful eight. Didn't you watch the, the what was it? Oh, he had the special on the man him? in the he, arena? Yes, dude. He wants the, the Michael Jordan, that Derek Jeter. <laughs> He's like, passed that's Michael the way, That's the way he wants the ending, though, I'm sure. He wants it like that. Hell, he sees himself and has for a while now going out with another Super Bowl with an eighth title. This dude is not just going to walk away in the middle of a preseason. I think, He's too dang competitive. I, I think it, he'll talk himself into they'll fix it enough that O line to get it done. Are you going to need? Odyssey does give us a, a lot more personal days now. Well, you need one if TB12 calls it a career. I think. Well, you need one, fool. No, I looks I like you want to be out of here. I support him if he calls it a career. It looks like you're going to need a day for his retirement to I'm, get over it. I can't blame him. I want him to come back. I'm glad he decided to. But I also can't blame him if he says, I don't trust this offensive line to not get me killed. I'm 45 years old. I don't want to die on the football field. I don't want to get, <laughs> I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to get bulldozed by Aaron Donald every damn week and, and Joey Bosa and live on my ass. I can't Stop blame it. him. You're, fo- you're proving us all with TB12. You're proving us what's all possible in mid 40s and beyond. Now you're going to change it and be mortal. Now you're mortal. I'm pulling back the Now curtain, you're mortal. Bro. I might get hit. <laughs> Tom you Brady that's needs always a good offensive a, line. That's always been a risk, John. Just because he's had his center, I mean, he's not going to get hit. He he's lost. always had the risk factor, the fact he could get hit at this age. 
that's still there, yes, and maybe probably more so. But the dude's a competitor, what more you, so than anybody we've ever seen. What, Somebody that's willing to take less money so he can win more Super Bowls. The guy's as competitive as they come. No doubt. He will, in the end, decide to come back if that's indeed what he's even thinking about right now, if that's indeed well, what else could if it be? second thoughts is a thing. I mean, what else Again, could it be? I'm just telling you, this dude's back next week. Man, why, what are we doing here? We didn't got emotional for no reason. Oh. And all Bowles has said is that I don't know if he's coming back on the day he was on the ninth day when he was supposed to. Remember, it was nine days yes, initially. Yes. Now it's turned into a you know eight, nine, eleven. Then he's not coming back. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. We're not there yet. Now the rumor is it's a stupid rumor, but it is still a rumor that he is going on the masked singer, and this is why he's gone. <laughs> now that is the dumbest. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right, that's some stuff that. Uh, now, I guarantee you, that's not it. Like I'm trying because I watched the masked singer. Yeah. And they have that they have B list and C list people. <laughs> he's too too they, good a celebrity. He's too A list. <laughs> that is a Russell for Wilson him move. to do that show. All right, Russell Wilson would do that. Tom Brady yeah, would not yeah, do that. I'm kind of believe that it would. It's too cornball for Tom. Like he would, that he, show is not. He would not. He would not cornball. choose the mass singer over getting in reps with Julio no. Jones. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like that is like Tom Brady don't play about that stuff, right? You know, he takes it too seriously. Like we're that, just talking but, about. But what you just mentioned about Julio, like trying to get that connection going, that's what does make me say, you know, back. You right. know what made we? I have to be a little bit more concerned than I usually right. would because Tom would be all about trying to forge that relationship as early as possible. He did it with Strength Randy Moss. He did it with Antonio Brown. Yes, bro. I mean, yes. Let me ask you guys this, especially with the respect he would have for a guy like <laughs> exactly. Julio. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. As two expert football analysts, I am not a football guy. How many finite skilled? All world centers are there in the world that they could pluck off the scrap heap to plug into that job to satisfy Tom Brady. No, and there are many on the scrap heap right now. No, well, that's I mean, the, well, see, I think we're answering the question. That's why and, and I you, think it's and, a relevant and, conversation. And you can't trade for one either because if there's a team that has a great one, they're not going to give him up. Like these are know? studs who sit there, squat on the ball, know how to do it correctly. Centers are among the most important positions on a football it's field. It's like right? its own quarterback. And, and that is where he is most vulnerable, right up that right up that gut. That's yeah, I mean, because the they're they're reading the defense too. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're the ones that it's are looking right out in the middle. position, bro. Yeah. Um and so no question I mean your left tackle is your your most That's important, number right, right? one or two, yeah. And he's got that with uh with uh Werfs. Big Werfs. I think he's left tackle. I th- he might be right, but yeah. I, th- I think he's left. Um but but center is right there. You know you got to protect the blind side, and then you got to like know what's coming. You know you got to know what. You got to know the count. You got to know all the plays. Yep. And you got to read the defense, and you got to know your quarterback. That's like, exactly right. So you this gotta, is a problem. It's a huge Man, problem. All pro right tackle Big Werfs got hurt yesterday. Oh, see, come and on, he's bro. It was they a are right screwed tackle. up, Jason. And he got hurt yesterday. If Werfs is out, he was right tackle though, and now he's hurt. This yeah. is problematic. No, he's gone, bro. If Werfs is out for real, for real, TB12 is Done. not coming back. I'm just telling you. I think you're right. I don't see Tom Brady doing this with half-ass center and a half-ass right tackle. I mean, Chris Godwin ain't healthy yet. You know? I mean, it's just like he's— And what happens if your left tackle goes out, too? It says ribs, abdomen on him. It could be. A, I mean, I don't know if it's precautionary or what. I, all I know is this. I, he, the dude is not on the mass Singer. All right? <laughs> no! The, the dude is not freaking <laughs> auditioning. That's still my man Nick Cannon show, I believe. Is it? I think so. Yeah. No, nah, bro. I mean, that's like one of the things he still does. <laughs> that's like, like they, people would not be this weird about it. No, it's weird, man. People it's would like, something's going on. People would say, people would hit up like, uh, Tom is, you know, he's got yeah. some engagements. He, you know, be, right. there would be some like some um, some levity with that's it, right? right? 
All right, Bubba. There, there's no levity with this situation. None. This is very grave sounding. This is like, uh, well, I don't know when he's going to be back. All and right? the positioning after the Tennessee game, like, come on, bro, we're not dumb. Yeah, now, now it, go, now it's supposed to be he'll rejoin after, and we say, well, you know, we didn't say exactly when after. We just said it would be after. All right, that might be three months from now. Right. That's still after. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I think there is some. Um, I got questions, bro. And when it happens, and when Tom Brady releases a statement on his Twitter account saying. After everything I've given to I the game, considered it, blah blah. Yeah. Again, after you came, do you it, retired, Jason. then came you. back, and now you're going to leave again. That's not the Jason kind ain't of buying it. That's John. not the kind of Derek Jeterish, Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan-ish Jordan-ish Brett Favre. Like they already did the movie, Jason. That's played out. I think he doesn't give a crap about. He cares about. I, I want to play well. I want to have a good team. I think that's exactly right. I think dude wants to know that he could come back and actually win a Super Bowl. And if he doesn't feel like he can do that with a with a with a doo doo offensive line. He's going to say, I, kinda, I will just go. It's kind of like Adam Wainwright coming back without Yadier Molina. He ain't doing it. Yeah. No, I think y'all are wrong. He's coming back. And when we see him back next week, I'm going to look at both of y'all like you're some fools. You can do that. I, I actually. Mm-hmm. Talking about he's, he's done. I consider it. I'd consider I, he, I'll show them. It's a choice he's making. I'll show all those guys. He also in the hates room. them. He also hates the Buccaneers. He doesn't no, he'll like be them. fine if he walks away. He, you know? he doesn't give a crap. If, he, if they're going to suck, he ain't playing. The only person he's going to be letting down is you and Todd Bowles. <laughs> and Big Wurfs when he gets back. Oh, Wurfs is hurt. Wurfs is going to be like, I when get it. When he gets back. Anyway, I think it's a. I, Who I, is their yeah. backup? Oh, it's uh, no Trask. Who? Oh, Kyle, Kyle Trask. Trask. The dude from Florida. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and no. he's been he's been tutoring him. And, and you tell me those folks in the locker room ain't gonna be mad when Trask walks out there and no, he'll suck. Ain't gonna be mad and feel some resentment towards Tom Brady. Now you can just trade for the uh, with that, you can trade for the loser of the uh, uh, Gino Smith. No, they go they trade for Garoppolo. That's what they would do. <laughs> that's exactly what they do. No, that's not a bad move. It would be. No, you get what's his name from Carolina? Go get uh, Darnell. No, he's would, trash. They would go. They would go get, They would go get Jimmy G. That's exactly Jimmy's what they available. would do. Yeah, you it get would, Jimmy it would be the best one out there. It would be there. New England all over again. That's, that's exactly what they do. It would. It, I mean, it just lines up that way. You know. <laughs> I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a take, and it's not crazy. I think once Tom retires, I'm convinced. After thi- I'm not a football guy, guys, but when you think about. What it, what it's like the catcher in baseball. I'm just saying. I feel like this is not getting enough coverage nationally. You've convinced me. I really don't. I think like I th- I think Adam Schefter knows more than he's letting on. And because because they he's they like, Adam, he's probably gonna retire. But you cannot hint at it. You can't say anything. But we'll give it to you first. The first I heard of this was yesterday with the Tennessee press conference from Giannato and Jeffrey. I heard it on the radio, and I'm like, I started my mind couldn't stop thinking about it after yep. they they brought that up. I'm like, it is weird. Todd like, Bowles getting defiant. It's preseason. Man. Why are we getting angry in a preseason Tennessee press conference? Todd bro? Bowles and Jason getting defiant. Let's about see it, it first. Him not come back before we get all emotional when, like you two when have. Were you, when he was scheduled to come back after Tennessee. That game is this weekend. Come on, Jason. Let's see what happens. They we're said, not even to next week. They yet. say we'll you keep guys it, are they say going we'll keep, overboard. They say we'll keep in touch like it's a job interview or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's not even like a <laughs> you know we, we're, we've been informed like everything's good. Like we're you know it doesn't like, matter. It's, it's like it's instead it's just mysterious, dude. It, it is. So when will you when will you be ready to have that conversation sincerely? Uh, middle of next week. Okay. After, okay, after we're we past past time of when he was supposed to return. Mark the no sense in Mark exerting energy okay. we don't need to. I hope he comes back. By the way, I like Tom Brady, and the NFL is better when he's in it. Uh, but he's not with the team right now, and it's weird. Next story. Right, Deshaun Watson's not handling this very well. Uh, he's going to be playing this season. We saw the news yesterday. Uh, comes in the settlement, 11-game suspension, $5 million fine. Uh, but after earlier this week, 
doing that public apology uh, with the Browns in-house uh, uh, reporter, uh, freelance reporter they had hired to do an in-house report that they tweeted out, a public apology. He got back in front of reporters yesterday and sort of went back the other way. I've always stood on my innocence and I've always said I've never assaulted anyone or disrespected anyone. I'm going to continue to stand on my innocence. And now people are wondering again, okay, well, was the public apology just a show for Goodell and those guys to help you with your settlement? And you meant none of it. Uh, in the public apology, you know, he said he was sorry for Howard, you know, if this had negatively impacted women, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that was some of it. But now, back again in front of reporters yesterday, it was, I'm innocent. There there has to be some accountability. Your own owner, who's who's begging people to give you a second chance, is in the same sentence saying, uh, 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 he has to be rehabilitated, Okay. He has to come back from this. And and, and listen, that was always going to be part of this, and, and Deshaun understood that. Yep. But when you're claiming that you've done nothing wrong, well, where's the need for rehabilitation? That's what I'm saying. you got your owner saying one thing. You're coming behind him in these press conferences and saying something completely different. It is clear here that, John, to me, the public apology was only for that, mm-hmm. was only to get Goodell in the NFL, right, to say, to give him less. So he wouldn't have to sit out for a second season. But he clearly didn't mean any of it if in the in the next day, the next time you're in front of reporters, mm-hmm. you're going back to, I've, I haven't done anything. There's, I haven't done it. There's no reason for rehabilitation because I'm still that guy. No, you, got, you, you have to have show some accountability in this. It's words, and words matter, yep. right? It, it can't just be, hey, I, I can say whatever I want one day. Then and to get what I want, which is less of a, 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 a of a suspension in this case, and then get back and, and the next day you're you're going back against that and saying, well, there's no need for rehabilitation. I'm all innocent. I haven't impacted women at all here. Um, just think again from a John. I would think with all the time he's had off, he would be a little bit more prepared for this. Yep. A little bit more uh, uh, scripted in terms of what you're going to say in these situations because, guys, you knew you were going to be asked about it again when you got in front of reporters. You had an in-house reporter do it the first time. And so why you don't have scripted answers ready that you sat down with with your attorney and with the Cleveland Browns to have ready to go for these on to next question after you've scripted it out and said it makes absolutely no sense to me. Because that was a guy who got back in front of reporters and went back into his old shell. Despite selling, he tried to tell, "Hey, despite me selling with this folks, doesn't mean I'm guilty. I'm innocent." Yep. And so again, well, what what were you saying then when you had the public apology? Are you guilty or not? What'd you apologize for then if you're if you're not guilty? And so again, it's words. Yep. He's letting his emotions get back in the way. This should have been scripted and better handled. Um, Deshaun Watson's going to get back on the field this season, but he's absolutely blowing it. Uh, in terms of the things he's saying uh, to get back out there, clearly. Yep, I agree. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Anthony Sane's going to join us at one twenty-five. Talk to him about the Grizz schedule, uh, about what we can expect, right, and all those national television games. Uh, Anthony Sane will break it all down for us here in studio at one twenty-five. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turner Fan, yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 